So the other night, I was startled by the sound of screaming firebells. No, I didn't burn the ramen again. And I stepped out on the porch to see what was happening. Just in time to see two preteen boys riding their bikes off, giggling madly after setting off my fire alarm. And as I stood there, trying to shoot out their tires as they pedaled away frantically, I started to feel sad. Not because I missed them. I nailed one of their tires, but the kid just jacked a car and drove off. Damn you, Grand Theft Auto! No, I was feeling sad because there just aren't as many people around doing pranks as there used to be. When I was a lad, playing pranks on the innocent was a rite of passage and completely safe to the guy pulling the prank, as long as you abided by one golden rule. Never pick on anyone bigger than you unless you had a really good escape plan. And we're not talking about really mean pranks. Well, at least not the ones where someone physically got hurt. I'm talking about the good pranks, ones where you had a good chance of making someone pee themselves. Younger siblings and the elderly are great targets for this. And you had all the old standbys, panty raids, flaming bags of dog shit on the porch, and the good old favorite, the doorbell ditch. You and your buddies sneaking up to the neighbor's house in the middle of the night, ringing the doorbell, then hiding behind the bushes and giggling your ass off as old Mrs. Fisher would wander out screaming at the top of her lungs about how she was missing the best part of Quincy. Wearing nothing but one of those old parachute-like satin gowns and striped bloomers with a bottle of muscatel in one hand and a broom in the other. See, back before cable, this was our version of American Gladiators. And you got bonus points for shoving your buddy out of the bushes in time to get a good whacking from the broom. Hurt like fucking hell, too. And even the rednecks deep down south had their own pranks, cow tipping. See, there are these animals called cows that live on farms, eating lettuce, pickles, and tomatoes and special sauce, and before they're put in Happy Meals, they spend a lot of time sleeping out in the field, standing up and farting, like your uncle does at Thanksgiving. And you sneak up behind them and push them over, and they give a loud moo and go thud. Apparently, they think this is fun down south, especially when one of them gets his direction screwed up and sneaks into the farmer's bedroom and tips the wife. But it's an honest mistake. She sleeps standing up, too, and she moves pretty good while falling over. But the best pranks were the ones you had to put a lot of thought and creativity into, and those are the ones I miss. There was this one time me and a buddy decided to scare the shit out of his little brother who was innocently sitting on the living room floor playing his Atari. And me and my friend pried the primer cap out of a shotgun shell and taped it to the business end of a hammer. Then my buddy sprayed me with ketchup, and on cue, he hit the primer cap on the fender of the fireplace, and I wandered out into the living room, clutching my chest, then falling over. Then my buddy came out, brandishing the shotgun, unloaded of course, and cocked it, and said two words, no witnesses. To his brother's credit, he didn't move. He just sat where he was, joystick in hand, as this puddle surrounded the front of his pants and the carpet around him. Then he bolted right through the screen door. To this day, there is still a little brother-shaped hole in the screen of that door. I think the parents still reminisce about how funny that was. Either that or about the ass-beating they laid out on me and my buddy. It was a doozy. Cruel, you say? Maybe. But all in all, harmless. And seems to me to be a more innocent form of amusement than we have now. It was cathartic, people had a good laugh, and no one required therapy other than maybe a few stitches when one of the pranks went awry. And the victims enjoyed it too, especially devising payback. I think this is where the term all in good fun came from. But I guess it wouldn't be the same today. Now it'd be called victimizing and de-empowerment. I guess I should have been more forgiving to those two rapscallions that set off my fire alarm. At least they're trying to keep the flame alive. Then again, I was in the middle of a really good whack fest since I just found some tantalizing new porn. So on second thought, I should have used a bazooka. So this is Pointy Weasel at point.furryhost.com and movio.com saying, Well, hell, I'm feeling nostalgic now, and Halloween is coming up. The perfect time for pranks. And I do have a surprise for the little rugrats when they say trick-or-treat this year. Anyone know where I can borrow a small Hadron Collider?